Hello and welcome to the another episode of Humans of SDU. Today we are going to talk to Andreas, who is part of the Beton TV. And today we are recording uh, at the store studio, so you might hear <laughs> a better quality, better audio quality. So enjoy. Hello, Andreas. Hi. Thank you very much for joining us today for the for the talk. Welcome. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. Well, you are maybe working on a kind of uh, the same project as we do, but we are going to explore that uh, a bit further because you are working or not working. You are, yeah, uh, doing stuff for the Beton. Yeah, Beton TV. Yeah. Can you tell us a bit more? What's your project there? What are you up to? Yeah. So I'm basically one of three editors there, uh, and we help produce uh, content, video content. Um, and it's like, it's this big, <laughs> I guess you can call it a club of uh, volunteers. So we also help them realize what they want to make. So everyone at SDU can basically come if they have a great idea or even a bad idea. <laughs> uh, we can we can help make it uh, together um, as long as it's slightly SDU related. Yeah. And uh, yeah, then we, we do that. What's some of the content that you have made? Uh, it varies very much. Um, we do a lot of um, reports, I guess you can call them. Like uh, we go we go to parties like at the SDU or events and uh, cover them, uh, ask questions to people, and hopefully make some content there that's relevant to students. But we also we make a couple of a few sketches here there. Um, during the Corona time, we try to produce some. Uh, we we try to produce some content uh, to like help uh, coordinate your time during the Corona mm -hmm. time. Like, so yeah, I guess in short, we try to we we try to help you study and make you laugh and perhaps give you a ba break when you're surfing the internet. <laughs> and how did you get to that? Were you also one of the volunteers or? Uh, yeah, I was early on, I wasn't a volunteer, but I didn't produce that much. Um, before uh, a year ago, I w went to the media science uh, study here on, at SDU, mm -hmm. but I changed studies. Um, and one, when I was on uh, the media study, I applied for this job, but I didn't get it. Uh, and then when I switched studies, uh, I applied again, and then I got the job. Uh, so yeah. What did you switch to that it did the trick? Uh, so it's still here at the SDU and it's industrial designer uh, at the technical fac faculty. Oh, wow. All right, that it sounds cool. What does yeah. it mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, uh, and the industrial designer, uh, at least here, it's you help, in short, produce things. Like uh, either you help like with the very technical stuff, like what should this microphone be made of and what, what dimensions should it be? Or you can be more in the uh, design process and make how can we make it beautiful? But also, if you want, you can also go to like more the project heavy side and be like the project leader. Uh, like, how much should this cost and make some money? But it's really open, so it's hard to, to narrow down. All right, so it's some kind of a product development? Yeah, product designer, I guess. Design, yeah. okay. Yeah, cool. And um, apart from uh, working here at the Beton TV, what are your other hobbies? How do you like to spend your free time as um, when you're not in school or work? 
<laughs> so I found when I switched to this study that it's rather busy. Uh, it's basically eight to four every day. Um, so that kind of <laughs> limits what you can do because <laughs> when you get home, you're so tired. Um, but I like to go running. Uh, I found that's a very easy way to like relax. I, I know it's exercising, but you relax your mind and that's very nice. Um, other than that, I just really like pushing the boundaries of my creativity doing different things. Uh, I like drawing, I like trying to play some instrument. Uh, um, but yeah, um, I think my attention span for the things are not that long. So I might like to draw for like six months or so and then uh, I get tired of it. And then I switch like perhaps playing some piano or something. And then I get really tired of that because... <laughs> and you go back to <laughs> yeah, drawing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it, I don't, in that sense, I don't have any hobby that's like I do all the time because mm -hmm. I like to dabble in a few yeah. things. And before we started the interview, we were talking about uh, the self-development, which is, uh, you were mentioning it's a big thing for you or how to put it. Yeah. So what it means to you? Uh, is it somehow related to these uh, creative activities, playing piano, drawing, uh, editing? The yeah, thing? yeah, I guess it is. Um, I was like, like expressing my emotions through creative exercises or creative products. Um, and this uh, self-development, it, it fits rather nicely with that because during the process of, I don't know, writing a poem or writing a story or perhaps drawing a piece, um, you might have to do some evaluation for yourself. Like, um, I want to express this feeling, but what does it mean to me? Uh, um, and that makes you like, Evaluate it for yourself, and it forces you to think think these these uh, things through. So yeah, I, I guess I use it kind of that way. Yeah, and uh, how did you get to uh, this topic itself, like uh, self development? Um, yeah, it's hard to point to one thing, but uh, um, I do have a I have a family three siblings and one of them is my twin brother and we hang all, out all the time. <laughs> so uh, the the question of self-identity always been close to my mind. Like, who am I when I'm not with at least uh, all my friends and uh, my siblings and my family, but especially also my, my twin brother because we hang out all the time. <laughs> um, and uh, it's, it's, you can think about it, but you can't answer it um, just by thinking. Um, you have to do something to explore those sides of yourself. Uh, and I think creative work is one amazing way to do it because uh, you can get really down into some things, sides of yourself that you didn't know. Uh, so, yeah. So it kind of started with that, uh, I believe. So with like every creative avenue that you take, you, does it feel that you discover a new part of yourself or...? Uh, How does it help you? Yeah, uh, it's different. Um, so it's hard. Like I like to play the piano, but I don't feel like I'm good enough at it to like express myself uh, in the way I want to. Like to discover different parts of myself. But um, you can still like play into the song that you want to play in the, on the piano and still like feel some emotions from it and like um, experience those emotions and think them through uh, the same 
doing a poem, uh, I think, is one of the creative tasks I, I, I most enjoy doing to like um, discover feelings. Because I think there's like two sides you to 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 one self. You got like your rational side, and you got a more like emotional mm-hmm. side. And sometimes you just can't be rational about things. You have to like be emotional about them because uh, emotional they are erratic. Emotions are erratic, and um, you have to give in to them kind of to to know what they are there for and what what they mean. This goes kind of serious. <laughs> <laughs> So I just have to ask, uh, how does it feel to be a twin? Uh, that's awesome. I wish everybody <laughs> could be a twin. <laughs> <laughs> but have you ever, like, uh, how do you call it, like, uh, use this to your ad- advantage, like switching <laughs> the places in class? Or? Yeah, we've done it once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, it, 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 it sounds fun on paper, but it doesn't work out in, in, in <laughs> like, because when you, we did it in elementary school, mm-hmm. and my brother would come in and would just before the class starts, and okay, you guys should switch places. Okay, okay. And then I got under the table and my twin sat on my spot in the class. And it was so that my teacher couldn't see me under the table. And then the teacher came in and she just looked around and was at that time we still like had to like go through all the names before the class could start. So like Casper, yes, he's there. Michael, okay, he's there. Tina, yeah. And then it gets to my name and Andreas and my brother, he, he corresponds. He like, yep. And then everybody just starts laughing. So <laughs> and the teacher looks up. <laughs> Something so <laughs> <laughs> and that part I just stood up, yep, uh, I'm here. And so it doesn't quite work out. Because <laughs> yeah, I was always imagining that like one is learning the, the math things <laughs> and the other just uh, the other subject and then you can switch, but maybe it doesn't really <laughs> Yeah, we ha- we haven't tried trading exams yet, so but that would be fun. <laughs> Perhaps we should try that. Yeah. But does your brother study the maybe related things to your? Uh, yeah, he's studying welfare technology right now. Right. Also here at the SDU. So I don't, I, I don't think we have any <laughs> topics that we can like switch or something. <laughs> I think that would end very badly for both of us. <laughs> maybe we can try some uh, optional uh, course. Yeah, perhaps. <laughs> oh, just yeah. Perhaps you're talking to my brother right now. This would be sneaky. That would be a twist. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. And also, uh, before we started our conversation here, we were talking about your trip to Australia. Yeah. And uh, your uh, diving at the Barrier Reef. Yeah. Can you tell us more about it? How how was it actually? Or what were you up to in in Australia? Uh, Well, I was there for a couple of months. I went to a horse stuttery. Uh, where, like I believe that's what's called in English. It's like where they uh, breed horses. And, okay. Okay. Uh, for uh, sports. What did you do there? Uh, I basically just helped out on the. Uh, it's, it was kind of a farm, so I helped feed the animals, feed the horses, uh, guide the the cows. <laughs> <laughs> they also had cows. They had a lot of cattle. Um, but so do you ride the horse yourself? Like. Sorry? Do you ride horse y- yourself? No, no I learned it there. Yeah? But I got on this, the the people who, who, who were there, they were so nice. Um, but they put me on this big ass horse. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't really willingly, like, I, I had it pretty much under control. But if we got to a part where there was some grass, it would just be like, screw you. <laughs> like, I'm eating here. <laughs> and I had, like, stubbing in the side, like, 
Come on, man. <laughs> you make me look bad. Uh, but yeah, I, l- I learned it there. Uh, it was it was kind of fun. It must have been really beautiful. It was very beautiful. Um, it was th- Australia is so big, uh, and it's so diverse. Uh, I didn't get to visit o- every part, but the parts I were in, they were very beautiful. Um, also depressingly big somehow. Uh, yeah, it's hard to explain. Uh, I just, especially going to that farm, I got the sense of this place is so huge uh, that like I don't, I, I feel disconnected from the people in this place because I I travel from Sydney to um, Adelaide, and you just got the sense of like okay these people all, uh, all the way over there they might as well be in another country. Yeah. As compared here to Denmark, like <laughs> I can be in every part of Denmark from right. here in like a couple, three hours perhaps. Uh, I don't know. That was that was quite weird, but uh, it was very beautiful. Uh, and yeah, I went diving at the Great Barrier Reef, which was 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 very very. It, it really opened my eyes uh, to the world of diving, and I think <laughs> I was very lucky. Like my first diving experience was at the Great Barrier Reef. I, I feel very fortunate for that. Um, I don't know if you're lucky. Where else can you go? Can you can go up from there? You know. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I went a couple of other places uh, afterwards, and yeah, they they don't really compare in <laughs> terms of like astounding, beautiful, diverse animal life. But uh, it's always a nice experience, nonetheless. Okay. So this was this your very first time. So, is it hard? Diving. Uh huh. Uh. You get courses. Uh, you take like I took a week long course, mm-hmm. and I finished my course on the Great Barrier Reef, and it's not uh, terribly difficult because you. I had at least I had a very very good guide, um, but you do end up in some situations where like okay, everybody go down to the bottom of the floor and pull out your respirator, like the thing that's giving you air, <laughs> and then switch to the other one and like okay, <laughs> now pull off your air tank and hold it out in front of you like you get to some like you do this under the water yes <laughs> okay and you and one of the most scary one i found was like you had to go to the bottom of the ocean and pull off your mask like you so you can't see anything you have to pull it off and then put it back on and empty it full of water and that's scary man <laughs> yeah i can't um, even imagine doing that i was like okay i want to dive <laughs> yeah yeah no <laughs> no so <laughs> no uh, it's definitely it's, it's of course it's pushing some boundaries but it's definitely worth it uh and also uh, i didn't mention this but you also do that first in like a pool like a yeah okay. a, not too deep uh, pool so you get some training before they throw you in the ocean <laughs> but and yeah. i'm guessing it's to prepare you for any situation that can happen down there, right? Yeah, you get educated to like help out others and also like take care of yourself properly mm-hmm. uh, to ensure that nothing bad happens. Luckily, nothing bad happens. But how does it feel to be um, at a, I mean, under the water and seeing like all the life there? I saw that like only on in the TV, and it, it was like it's fascinating, like seeing all the colors and whatever. But being there, just you know, on the it's. It's really something else. Like it's like imagine entering a forest, like a big forest for the first time and you get to explore everything, but you get to do it like you can fly. <laughs> so the most amazing experience was that after all these introduction courses, we got to uh, do some exploring by ourselves. 
and at that moment you realize you can really move anywhere you want you can see you, you, you see something over there you can go and explore it um and you can like you're not limited by movement you can freely flow through the water uh and that was really amazing like that that amount of freedom uh i really enjoyed that uh we also got to do a night dive so okay. at, it was completely dark yeah. um and uh, <laughs> that's at that moment uh you get a flashlight with you but they also encourage that you turn it off and that was really something like getting down the water down beneath the ocean with your respirator <laughs> of course and then like just turning off the lights can't see anything but just flowing there it's it was very surreal so but there's like no light at all i mean f- that comes from the i don't know the stars or no no, no, no. just complete darkness yeah it was completely dark <laughs> oh. uh and that was really cool uh of course you you got your flashlight with you so you can always yeah. just turn <laughs> it on if you get scared <laughs> Uh, at one point, I saw like a, a moray, I think they're called, and those are some nasty. Do you know what morays are? No. I think they're called morays in English. They're like these long, slug, snake-looking things, oh, <laughs> and they're creepy. They creep out from the rocks, and they have like these giant jaws. Yeah, my heart, my heart skipped a beat when I saw that one. <laughs> Start swimming the other way. In this case, it's rather just. I would rather just not see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to turn off the light yeah, again. Yeah, okay. It's not there. <laughs> if I can't see it, it's not there. Yeah. Yeah. The shark is coming, turn off the lights. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nah. So in the turn it on, who's missing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But in this in this overall, I think one of the best experiences. Yeah. It sounds like one of, one of, the, one of the best experiences of your life. Was yeah. there one particular moment or one thing you saw that was just like, breathtakingly beautiful? During diving? Yeah. Uh, I guess it was just like, like uh, we saw some turtles, but like when you get down to the seabed, like just turn around and look up, and like watching the bubbles flow up, that's very meditating, like uh, meditative, uh, like that calm and peacefulness you get down under the water, because you also remove from all like the problems you have over there, <laughs> or, like on the. Uh, on the, on the ground, you know, uh, when you're down below the water, you just have to. It's you don't just have to focus on breathing, and uh, that's. I think that's also part of it because they, the, the the more calmly you breathe and the more deeply you breathe, the the longer the, your air supply lasts you. <laughs> <laughs> so that also means that generally you get to dive longer. So you like just focus on keeping calm and like just going explore. I th- and I think it's not. I think you could do this not diving, like going in the forest as well. And if you focus on just like being there, and perhaps breathing, I think you will achieve the same effects. Because it's really that calm you get uh, from just like not shutting out your problems, but like temporarily forgetting them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I wanted to ask if you if you kind of search for this feeling of this mindfulness or this calm uh, in 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 the. Sad <laughs> start reality. <laughs> <laughs> on uh, the surface. It wasn't my goal. I just I did it because I thought it looked pretty cool. But I certainly felt it uh, during during the diving. You said that you you're really close to your twin. Did he also go uh, on this yeah. trip with you? Yeah. Uh, so we had a very very uh, distinct choice that when it, this was both 
for us after high school and we were very certain that uh, we didn't want to go together like we both went to australia around the same time i went a bit before him um but we uh, agreed that we shouldn't travel together uh, and that's not because we don't like each other <laughs> uh we, we we like each other very much um but and I, I knew for me that was this was my time to like uh go discover myself how will i act when my friends are not around uh, my family when i just i can encounter new people and I don't have to be influenced by uh how other people think i am or how they see me so it was very deliberate choice to go to go there um eat on our own we did meet up for like a week <laughs> and went surfing together but um i'm very happy that that we took that uh, opportunity to like get away from each other <laughs> it sounds so extreme but like yeah. uh, that was very rewarding uh yeah and in terms of the self-development we were talking uh before how was how was this ex- experience of finding your yourself or how i don't know how to really put it not to um i think for me um uh i very recently heard it put this way that um we a lot of people they tend to put themselves in a box this box being like the story of who they tell themselves who they are like um like something bad happens to you repeatedly now you start telling yourself i'm an unlucky guy or perhaps you when you go on like 10 dates and you don't get any success on any of them you you okay i'm i'm just bad on dates i'm not romantic i that's never going to work for me like we get trapped in these boxes of who we tell ourselves we are and for me that trip was kind of stepping out that box because uh, once you're out of that box it's scary because inside the box you got like a definition of who you are mm-hmm. and you can always hold on to that but it's extremely humbling stepping outside and um discovering parts of yourself that you don't know uh and perhaps reevaluating your values because that's what you have in the box you have your values but if you don't go outside it you never really know if those values are just values you got from friends or relationships or or if they're truly values that you value yeah uh so for me that trip was definitely taking a step outside that box um uh and i think um it's hard to talk about self development broadly because it's very individual but i think uh that's where a lot of people could gain something like um trying to go outside your comfort zone zone uh and experience that yeah i mean this idea you were just saying it sounds very interesting i mean like looking at yourself mm-hmm. from from different uh point yeah uh, outside of your normal life but did something change for you after after you finished the trip or did the distance help you was the box the same uh yeah that's that's a good question was the box the same no i think i think the uh, i think i got a i think i think i ripped off one of the side of of the box and extended it <laughs> uh i personally for my myself i found out that i'm not as introverted as i thought i was like 
I've always had this idea like I couldn't go up to people and say, hey, what's up? <laughs> like, but during that trip, I was like forced to it and I found it wasn't as unpleasant as it was. And I really learned that, that the amount of awesome people that's out there. Uh, so I got to know that part of myself that, hey, you're not you're not that you're not uh, totally non-social. So, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of what I at least developed. And it's hard. It it wasn't like a radical change. I think this stepping outside the box is something perhaps you do all lifelong. I don't know. But uh, I think if you keep doing it, you might get to know yourself better. That that I did at least. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> yeah very interesting. At least, yeah, to and very maybe I would say very uh, actual for for many people nowadays. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. especially at that age, right? You said you were right out of high school. I think that's the part of life when people are just itching to find themselves. So it's yeah. great that you did have the the experience. Yeah, that's also why I really like the idea of this show like talking to people and I think it's through conversation that we get to know ourselves better at least each other uh, how did you come up with this idea um, well basically exactly with this in mind yeah yeah the the idea behind all this was that you know uh, we meet so many people here at the university every day and if we meet each other just somewhere passing at the corridor I don't know I, I would never say that you are I mean <laughs> doing these amazing things at the barrier if you are uh, thinking about doing the things at the, the bed on TV or what, whatever thing but just talking to it's so interesting just hearing what you did or what uh, what are your thoughts about a- anything basically it's not it's your it's not your typical lunchtime no <laughs> 15 minute thought uh, yeah you, you can get a bit deeper and that's what we that's what we like about these thoughts that's why we wanted to Start meeting people in a different way. Again. Yeah, and, 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 and letting it others. It's not necessarily has to be uh, like a deep thing. I mean, just see what people are interested in. It's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Anyway, I think we can probably wrap up. Uh, yeah. We do have one last question for you, and we ask this of all of our guests. Uh, <laughs> uh, what is your life hack? Something that helps you get through life easier. You touched on a lot of stuff. But if you can just oh lord have a think about that. <laughs> What's my life hack? Um, um, you can make uh, porridge in the microwave. <laughs> 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 I just recently found out. I love porridge, and I found out you don't have to make it on a stove. You can just put some oatmeal in a in a bowl and some water and some milk and stuff it in there for like one and a half m- minute, and it's revolutionary <laughs> for me. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, that w- that would be my life hack. Yeah, I guess it's gonna help many people to save a few minutes in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's these little things. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, Andreas, thank you very much for for joining us today. It was a, it was a pleasure talking to you. Great chat. Thank you. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And that was it for today. Thank you very much for listening to us. Hope you enjoyed our talk with Andreas, and don't forget to check out our Facebook and Instagram for more stories and 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 everything you need to know about every human of SDU. Bye!